Hey, hey everyone, it's a special episode of MSBK. I'm Matt, that's Skyler. Four hours of Snyder Cut Justice League. Four Sky, what? Hours. Sky, four, four hours. Four hours and two minutes. <laughs> and I thought somebody told me, and I, you know, and I, I will. I'll try not to say the name on uh, uh, on the podcast, but they told me, "Oh no, that's that's just a rumor. It's like maybe two hours and forty five minutes." I'm like, "Oh, okay, I'm all right with that. I can do that." I pull up uh, HBO Max, you know, it's big banner. I'm like, "Okay, yeah, let me go ahead." I open it up and I see four hours and two minutes, and I look at my watch, and it's eight o'clock. I have practice at nine. I have to get up at seven thirty, and I'm like, "This isn't going to be done." <laughs> we are adults. We got shit to do. I know. Like, granted, it was Friday night, and any other time, I probably wouldn't. But you know, we got two more practices before our first game. I'm not missing it to watch the Snyder Cut. <laughs> I yeah, I thought the whole four hours thing was a, honestly like a joke. I would thought people were like fucking around, and then I hit again. On the tab, the, the tab, the tile. I'm like, what? Four hours. I'm like, look, I will sit and watch like eight episodes of like The Flash or Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, no problem. But I'm not doing this for four hours. I think I did 45 minutes on Thursday night. I did a chunk last night, and I finished it up today. Yeah, I pretty much cut it in half. I did like two hours ish, 15 minutes last night, and then I finished it up today. And okay. So, granted, all the fanboys were like, oh, you just got to wait for the Snyder Cut. so much better. Granted, it was better. It was. It explained more. It, like, actually had a storyline. I wasn't sitting there looking at this like, what is this? What? <laughs> but, I mean, better person. I mean, it did a better job of setting up the whole universe, I would say. Yeah. If the theatrical movies are four or five, this bumps it up to a six, maybe a seven, depending on how you're feeling. Yeah, I would say it's a solid six or seven out of ten. Yeah. Like, if it wasn't four hours, I would totally watch it again. Yeah, I'm not watching that again. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm not going to. And I can feel my dad wanting to probably watch it because <laughs> um, I think, what is it, on uh, in April, the first week of April, he's going to be fully vaccinated. By that time, I'll be fully vaccinated. I know he's going to want to be like, hey, so you want to come and watch the Snyder Cut? And I'm going to be like, hey, so I'm not going to waste four more hours. (laughs) (laughs) Tell him just make you food. Like, you better, I want, there better be food at the beginning and end of this. Even the thing is with my dad, when we watch watching movies or doing things at the house um like he'll either order like a box from like you know uh blue apron or something or yeah. he'll order a grub hub and he knows i love them outback wings so he'll like order like 30 of them and be like here's yours here's mine <laughs> and go there good but uh, all right so do we want to go from the beginning or do we want to go from the differences or do we um where uh ray fisher was right all along yeah, um, and uh, <laughs> as I always said, my irrational dislike for Joss Whedon was perfectly rational. <laughs> and your dislike for Ben Affleck has been consistent. Hey, forever and ever, amen. 
we, we differ on that. I will say two big things. One, yes, Ray Fisher got hosed. So hosed in this. If you they you they cut out so much of this stuff with Victor Stone and and the original Justice League freaking Papa Pope, uh the great Joe Morton, but we everybody knows him as Papa Pope from Scandal, um, got more screen time than Victor. Uh the whole thing, folks who know the comics know his backstory, athlete, accident, you know, so his father essentially does some illegal shit to you know, to make him I- highly illegal so illegal that they can't even let him know that yeah you know look at this i used this alien technology to bring back my son because it was illegal <laughs> you know he leaned on someone to get him out of the hospital to get him oh. into the lab oh yeah and none of his employees at star labs are going to say anything because he's the boss exactly and then you're using like this alien tech that you know nothing about and but playing with it around your child I mean, I get you're grieving, but man, you should be in jail. <laughs> CPS should have been at the door like, T-t-t-t. so we had a complaint. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, I don't think he was still a minor. I think he was 18. He was heading into college because in, in the books, they kind of flush it out that he's like, like that game was a scouting game. Like he was going to get his scholarship to go See, play. In this one, uh, okay, so this on the back of his jacket was Gotham City University. So- okay. Yeah, so he's supposed to be in college in this. Okay. Makes sense. I'm glad that they didn't make him a teenager because Ray Fisher, granted, you know, he's he's got, you know, the black don't crack. Yeah. But he still don't look 18. No, he no, no. 17. no. He looks, you know, he he could pull off a, a college kid. Yeah. So I'm glad that they made him a college kid. But right there, straight up, I'm like, you cut out everything that made sense by cutting out everything with cyborg which only which only would have been another maybe 10 minutes 15 if you're around well i mean honestly it would have been like maybe total like take all that stuff that that they added with him and put it in it would have been like 30 minutes tops but like you know cut out some of the slow motion you (laughs) saved it right there i mean okay let's can we talk about the slow motion there it's it's zach steiner so there's a lot I know, but Zack Snyder, I mean, I granted he's known about known for slow motion. And there are certain slow motion things that were great, like anything with Aquaman in water, <laughs> taking off a shirt, wind blowing, whatever. And like that first scene with um Wonder Woman when she's in the museum. I don't mind the the, the slow motion there. But you don't have to every maybe three four minutes do a slow motion scene that whole first hour if you cut out the slow motion it would have been 30 minutes <laughs> that's ridiculous and then uh, the, wind, the random wind blowing like they just randomly catch a wind it's inside a museum why is her hair blowing <laughs> he's been in love why with that her, like, been- why is her hair blowing she's inside a museum she hadn't blown out the windows yet they're, they're, they weren't open. Why? Just she comes into the room, and next thing you know, wind blow hair. And I'm like, it's a great silhouette, but where'd the wind come from? Does she just create her own wind? She walks into a thing, and then just like instantly wind out of anything to blow her hair, which honestly would be so cool. But, you know, just walk into a place, you know, and you stand for a second, and your wind goes through your hair. But that's not what happens. <laughs> and then with the whole flash thing, Flash with Batman when 
Batman throws that thing just to, to you know, get him to reveal his powers. Why was his hair blowing? He didn't move that quickly to he didn't cause that much ish, you know, to just grab it out the air. Why when he grabs out the air and everything goes back to normal, there's a big whoosh back for for him. So one of the <laughs> The issues, well, with the, with the Flash stuff, and I'll speak from a whole lot of bias here, being a big fan of the Flash, I've watched a TV show, I was fine with the slow motion there because it displays how fast, how fast he really is. And he's, he is fast as a man alive, it's not a tagline. Um, the one thing I, I had an issue with for is Batman's supposed to be like the detective that he's supposed to be. You look at that video, and you can't kind of surmise maybe it's either super speed or something close. Like, he seems to have no clue what is it. He says, him, he's like, you have abilities. I don't know what they are. I was like, how you can't give a guess? At least yeah. narrow it down to two or three things, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like, was he just like, you know, I don't feel like looking this up. I don't feel like figuring it out. <laughs> Something's happening. I'll just make him reveal it real quick. <laughs> I think oh. maybe the, he just Bruce, got lazy after a while. Oh, and, and Bruce Wayne just invading his personal space. I guess yeah. when, you, when you're rich, you can just do what you want. Well, I mean, that's a superpower. <laughs> Being rich and just getting breaking into people's houses. Pretty much. I mean, you can do anything when you're rich, obviously, right? Guess that's how it goes. That's that, is that privilege talking? Oh, and and my huge, huge thing. Um, Joss Whedon, you're a bum for cutting out Ryan Choi entirely. Oh, entirely. yes. You are a bum for that shit. There is, I mean, Asian representation is horrible in cinema as it is. But they totally cut him out of the thing because when he first came out, like, oh, who's this? I was like, I don't even remember him from the first one. Exactly. But you know what's going to end up happening? I'm going to have to end up sitting there and watching that old thing. God knows, I don't want to. <laughs> just to see how much he just totally just cut out and butchered this this whole thing. Because it didn't make... How, how do you cut out his, his like right-hand man? The whole thing. When he came up and like, and when uh, Silas says like, oh, Ryan, I was like, oh, that's Ryan Choi. That's the second Adam. And you just go, just whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. You're a bum for that. You're a straight bum for that. Yep. I and that he, bothered me so much. And the only thing that bothered me about the Flash, and it bothers me mostly because you know I've probably spent the last fifteen minutes of practice running down a field at top speed, um, <laughs> was how he was running. Is he running like that because he's supposedly swimming through time? I it don't. Swimming, but and running, but it's like you know, I I consider like Usain Bolt like the literal fastest man around. He don't run like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you black man thing or not, but he don't run like that. No. And anyone who's running to catch him isn't running like that. So the only explanation I can think of for him even running like that is because he's going so fast. It's like he's swimming through time. But then he's still running. Yeah. And it looks so goofy. Thankfully, they didn't do too many overhead shots where you actually see his full body while it's happening, except at the very end, where he has to go fast enough to break the speed of light. And they're doing an overhead shot. Yeah. It looks like... Okay, I have a video. Of course, nobody can see this video on the podcast. But I have a video of my dog when I put on um, these booties to go outside in the snow. Um, <laughs> I bought him these booties because he kept 
putting, uh, he kept irritating his foot, so it was cut. I'm like, I don't want you going out, because I have rocks in the backyard. I don't want you to go out in the rocks in the backyard, uh, in the ice, in the snow, with this exposed wound. So I put on these, these, these booties on this dog. The dog had a freak out. He's, you know, his, he's like spazzing out with his feet, or going this way, and this way, and this way, and I'll make sure I push it on my Twitter for y'all to all see this. It's hilarious. But, like, the dog is, like, hot lava, hot lava. Oh, my God, there's hot lava on the floor with all four of his paws going in eight different directions. And that's what it looked like over top of of the Flash as he's running. And I'm like, why does he look like my dog right now in these boots? I mean, the, the, I would say the, the good is I appreciate all the extra Amazon Atlanta stuff. Um, it, they briefly mentioned in a couple lines stuff that you could have left in that Atlantis and the Amazons have some static. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. Um, I want an Amazon spinoff film with Connie Nielsen. Just give her a bunch of money, figure out how you bring Robin right back and yep. just give me some sort of adventure with them doing something. I don't care what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, uh, weird Martian Manhunter cameo ish type randomness. randomness. It's it's like you threw him in there, okay, but he's in there for all of less than five minutes. You get a little bit in the middle. Um, Amy Adams is not a good Lois Lane. I know she's working with what she's given, but not yeah. working for me. Yeah, um, and she this entire time, and I was just like, oh, what do you mean? <laughs> Come on now. At least her hair was better in this one. The first Man of Steel, I was like, who fries your ends in that dot job, girl? Because your hair, they couldn't give you a good silk press. This is why they need black stylists in the back. They would have been like, no, wait, she is not ready. Uh-uh, we need to fix this. Uh, because that was, that was, so, you know, thankfully her hair was better this time. But, like, literally every time you see her, she's depressed. She has her depressed face on. And she's looking at a picture of um, Clark Longingly. And she has a depressed face. And then she goes and she walks in the rain. And she has a depressed face. And then she's sitting and looking at a computer. And then she's sitting and looking at a picture of Clark. And, and it, I'm like, really? And then they set up this random thing. I know it's because he wants to have 8 million sequels and have like Justice League universe like the Avengers. But Lois Lane is the answer. And then that whole epilogue thing, well, well I know we're going to get to that in a minute, but <laughs> but I'm like, oh, you let her die. And it's like, okay, we already know that Superman is like highly, like, stalkerishly obsessed with Lois Lane. We get it. <laughs> we, we, we do. It's very obvious. You know, it's been obvious since, hmm, you know, uh, Christopher Reeves days. Got it. But I mean... Is she going to have some kind of superpowers or is it just like she's got, you know, that whap or something that's really just too much for them? <laughs> it seems, you know, and, and like, it's not like they've been together all that long. Like they met in Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. They're not even a couple in Man of Steel. Like they're literally just getting to know each other. There is a connection. And then in Batman Superman, they are a couple, but it's only been like from Man of Steel up to Batman Superman. It's, it's only been maybe a year. If that, I think it's like six months. It's not that long. It's that obsession, man. <laughs> obsession. You're a year and change, maybe. I think. I think because I think at the beginning of Superman, when you see Bruce Wayne and Gotham, I think it's like a year and change. So they've been together a year and change, and then he dies. Mm. Um, I don't know how intense your shit has to be for you to be that sad. 
when the dude dies after a year, whoever you're part with after a year and a half. I mean, I get sad, but like mourning is relative. You know, I'm not, you know what? I'm not trying to please her emotions, but come, but move on, please. Yeah. Um, the one thing I did like with Superman and they did a better job in this one than they had did in Batman Superman uh, was the, the kind of, I liked when he walked into the Kryptonian ship and you hear the voice orbs of both Jor-El and, and, and Jonathan. Um, that was great, especially because Russell Crowe, you know, Man of Steel gets a rightful amount of stick, but Russell Crowe played a great Jor-El and that whole part was, was done very well. Um, and I like when, and you only really see this in animated stuff. You haven't seen this in the movies. When Superman comes up against someone, he know he can like go full boron. It's yeah. fun to see. And his introduction into the fight in this was so much better than. Yes. The oh my God. Like, he, just, he just blows on the axe and like, nope, not doing yep. that. Like we're not going to deal with this today. <laughs> that whole scene. Okay. So that whole fight was better. Yes. That whole fight was better. And I'm not sure why. Is it just because it wasn't PG-13 or because it was shot better? I think it was shot better. Um, getting rid of like this weird Russian family that we see in the theatrical version, who is there for no reason. I'm happy they cut all that crap out. Uh, I like keeping him in the black suit. Um, that was a great choice. You don't need to put him back in the red and blue right away. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I think it was shot better. It looked better. Uh, Steppenwolf looked a, a, a so much better in this one. He did. Uh, getting it. I- that one right there, though, the whole Steppenwolf thing, like, it was a better storyline with him, too. They gave him a better backstory. We figured out why all of a sudden he was, like, coming down here to do all this stuff. He, they gave him his backstory, and then they introduced with it Dark Side. I was hyped for a second. I'm like, oh, wait, you're going to get Steppenwolf and Dark Side? Like, you're giving me all of Apocalypse? Let's go. I'm like, okay, all right, all right, Zach, let me sit here for another three hours and see what you're doing. <laughs> um, and that whole, like, scene where he comes to Earth originally, where you get to see Zeus and Ares. Yeah. And then uh, you get to see, like, you know, Atlantis working, and you get to see yeah. everybody working together. I mean, that scene, was that, that scene wasn't even in the first one there was a modified version of it in the theatrical one but it's it's much much shorter they just explain that they, that apocalypse has come before and you see like the lanterns and the amazonians it's a it's a much shorter scene it's not at the point where you see like aries and zeus it's, it's short it's there but it's just shorter yeah because i mean like Air, oh, sorry, Zeus doing the Kamehameha wave, and then like Ares <laughs> oh. came in with the axe blow. Yeah, uh, I was like, that was that's nice. And then like he came with the axe blow, left it, and was like, okay, let me keep going, and <laughs> <laughs> let me keep going, killing folk. I'm like, yeah, Ares, okay, I see. So yeah, no, those were all really good. Like all in all, this was a better cut of a movie. If it wasn't four hours, I'd probably watch it again. More, um, more Jeremy Irons is, is good for everybody involved. More Jeremy Irons is always good, and that's literally that flex, like, literal saving grace <laughs> that he has Jeremy Irons as Alfred. Because if he had somebody else as Alfred, I'd be like, mm, I'm not watching any more of this stuff. I, I would shut it off right in the middle of Batman versus Superman, but you got Jeremy Irons in there, I'm like, okay, let's, let's, let's figure this out. And, it, like, 
he doesn't like, you know, what's his Michael Caine and yeah. waiting to the third movie to tell him off. I mean, you know, Jeremy Irons would just tell him off right then. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I love it. I'm like, just be snappy about it. Okay. Um, Wonder Woman is a lot better in here and she yeah. uses bracelets more. Yeah. Um, and they brought back my Wonder Woman thing and I'll admit, uh, that's the best part about any of the Wonder Woman movies. You know she's about to go off when you hear the Wonder Woman theme come out in the back yeah. and they put the whole rock side on it. And I was yeah. Like, I'm like, yes, she's coming. And then she used the bracelets. You have those bracelets that all you have to do is just kind of pop them and everything explodes. And yeah. she only uses them like maybe one or two times since the first movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did she even use them in the second movie? I don't even remember. Yeah, I, she, I, does. I, she does. She okay. does. Not, not a lot, but I think like once or twice, maybe three times. Um, yeah, the, yeah. That, that last fight is is done much better. I know you don't like Affleck as Batman. Um, if Batman versus Superman gave us anything, it gave me the Batman fight scene I've wanted since Batman has started doing movies. Um, we all know which fight scene we're talking about. That is one of the best until I see the next Batman film. And maybe we'll talk about that later date. Um, the one thing I did like, and I feel like anyone brown or blackish will understand this. The last scene where they basically beat the crap out of Steppenwolf, Wonder Woman takes his fucking head off and sends it where they're standing on one side of the portal and dark side of them are standing and they're just looking at him, not saying anything. Like now what? <laughs> yeah and i think any brown or black person has been and knows that look you don't need to you don't need to say nothing but what you're really saying is do something yeah no right i was like oh here you little man back we gave you a little man back here you go <laughs> exactly because when i saw him like punch him and i saw like i saw him punch him and i saw wonder woman coming in i was like oh this is a message is about to get sent and it mm. happened I thought at first they were just, okay, so when Aquaman put the trident through him and impaled him, I was like, oh, he about to, like, he's about to, like, you know, use his foot and get him off his thing and throw him through there. And when, you know, he punches him, I was like, okay, maybe he's just going to let him, you know, die in the thing. And then when you see Wonder Woman come up, I was like, oh, dang. <laughs> They're sending a message. <laughs> Warning. Come, come. A message was sent right there. Yeah. And they're like, take your little friend back. You know, don't be coming up in here. Uh, so, can we talk about um, Steppenwolf Gustav Graving? Yeah, the Gustav Graves Award goes to uh, goes to Steppenwolf. He's trying to. Uh, he was he was trying everything to impress Darkseid just to get him to talk to him, like yeah. just to get him to talk to him. Like, <laughs> he called up Desaad and he's like, "Hey, Desaad, hey, yo, look, you know, I found the mother box. Can I talk with Darkseid?" He's like, "No, you don't need to talk to him. You talk to me." <laughs> <laughs> And the next time, hey, I got the second box. I got the second box. He's like, no, you can still talk to me. Uh -oh. <laughs> he finds the Annie. Like, he's like, look, I told you, you're not going to talk to Dark Side. But I found the Annie life. Hold on. Hey, you said you found the Annie life this time. What you got? Yeah. He said it's down here. Oh, you want to talk to him? All right. <laughs> Dark, Side was, he, Dark Side was listening on speaker. He was listening on speaker. And he kind of hey, told us, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to him. I'll talk to him. He's like, you said Annie life? Okay, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to him. I'll talk to him. And he shows up, and the first thing he does is like takes all of his shirt off. It's like is it, he's been wearing this armor. I thought, I knew it was armor, but he never took it off. No. He never moved it or anything. So I thought that was literally part of his being. 
so when it, the top came down, I was like, oh, so he's going to take his armor off for, for dark side. And and then, you know, he, he took it all the way down to his waist. I'm like, what, he's showing me your titties now? What? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, dark side, how are you? Oh, <laughs> congrats. I mean, yeah, congrats, Steppenwolf. You have the Gustav Award. <laughs> Most so definitely. <laughs> this show has two awards now. You get the Who's the Homosexual Award and the Gustav Graves Award. Uh, if you want to know where, where where those come from, listen to our previous episodes where we talk about um, uh, Die Another Day and explain what Gustav Gravesing means, or just Gravesing. We'll figure it out. But uh, it's an award. <laughs> It's an award. It's a thing, and you can probably find one in each of these these type movies. Uh, um, yeah. I'm we're keeping this short on purpose, folks, because this four four hours. Four hours. <laughs> four hours. But coming up on HBO, we got more. We got Mortal Kombat coming in a couple of weeks. Well, actually, and now we have the thirty first. Okay, so I thought May thirty first was when Kong versus Godzilla was going to be released. I actually have it on my uh, calendar at work because I was going to take the day off. And go uh, and actually see it because by then I'll totally be vaccinated. I'm like, I'm going, I'm going to see this in theaters. Yeah. So, but now it's the 31st of March, Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, so I guess there had been some quibbling with Warner Brothers and theaters and all that about moving it. So, it's moved twice. So, it's going to hit HBO Max March 31st, theaters March 31st, and then from May on, they're going to give it an extended theatrical run. And it will be theater exclusive from May 1st on. So, that will be next up for us in the Mortal Kombat. Two weeks after that. Yeah, I'm working from home that day. Excited for the for the Mortal Kombat. We say that with quotes. We say that with quotes. I'm working from home that day. (laughs) (laughs) I think I will be actually at work, but Mortal Kombat will be one of the few movies that we talk about new that we will probably talk about that weekend. So I'll be watching it that Friday night. You will probably be watching it the day before. We'll probably be doing a review discussion on that the weekend. Probably if not that Friday, that Saturday because that's going to be worth talking about, I think. Yeah. Any, um, yes, it is, it is, it is. It is. My closing thoughts, again, Joss Whedon, you a bum for cutting out Ryan Choi. Bum. Capital B. And Joss Whedon, you're just a bum anyway. I know. <laughs> There's a reason for my irrational hatred of you. I knew it deep in my heart that it really wasn't irrational. And the way you did Ray Fisher, <laughs> the way you did Cyborg, the way you did the Flash story, the way you did Steppenwolf, man, <laughs> it's like you took out all the goodness and tried to put some humor. And you're not funny. You're not funny, Joss. So this <laughs> is like this isn't fair, Joss. We asked. We asked for. We asked for so little. <laughs> we here's the thing. We asked for like a deli sandwich. You gave us a mayonnaise sandwich. It's That's... like, like I asked for a pepperoni pizza and you gave me anchovies. What is this, man? <laughs> so, Josh, I hope that you are really officially over to the side now in punishment for at least a good three, four years. You can think about what you did, like M Night Shyamalan. Um, yeah, and you'll call it a day. <laughs> but we might, we might have a new, a, a, another third. We may add a third segment called the Josh Whedon Bu a Bum Award. <laughs> bad direction and bad movie choice and bad choices just bad choices in general oh and my one closing thought my one last closing thought was that for the justice league bringing back superman 
for the one that Josh did is because they doubted their leadership. For this one, we just needed somebody to beat Steppenwolf so we can get uh, Cyborg plugged in so he can save the world. Really? <laughs> Joss? <laughs> yeah, as far as I'm concerned, yeah, Joss, you're, you're, you're grounded for, for at least a few years, but you're a white dude in Hollywood, so who knows? Some studio will probably throw money at you next year for you to do something, you know. We well, can everybody would have forgotten, but still, you know, not me. I hold a grudge, Joss. Nope, not me. I'm mad now. I'm mad now. I used to be about Joss Whedon. Now I'm mad. Oh, oh. Oh, well. See, I've always had that irrational hatred, much like Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees. And <laughs> ben Affleck. And Ben Affleck. So, but now I know it's not irrational. Rational. <laughs> there you go. Sky's guy, where can people find you online? Oh, you can find me everywhere. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, as Skyler Zane. You can find me at Matt P. Douglas. Again, Snyder Cut, it's four hours, but we made it. We'll be back after we've both taken a nap and just clean this out of, I got to flush this. Flush. And we'll be back with, uh, with some other Bond stuff and uh, some of the surprises down the road. And we'll talk to you all later. <laughs>